tired of buying nine different shakers of seasoning? Now you can get all the seasoning you love in one with all that seasoning. The seasoning with too many flavors to name. That's right. Salt, pepper, Lowry's, paprika, hot sauce, garlic powder, Worcestershire sauce, lemon pepper, Miss Dash, Mr. Dash, Roscoe Dash, etc. Grab some all that seasoning and have just one spice in your spice cabinet today. Boop, boop, boop. What it do, people? We are back. Welcome to the show. I am your co-host, Joel Boyd, comedy writer, actor, director. Uh, welcome to High Power. This is the show where everybody comes on and tries to find the best version of themselves. Raising higher, higher vibrations. We moving towards our dreams, manifesting, all that good stuff, man. We had a great show today. Curtis Hamilton is here. Actor, producer, you've seen him on Insecure on HBO. You have seen him portray Dr. Dre on Surviving Compton on Lifetime. Uh, he's on the Kings of Napa right now on OWN Network. Brilliant actor, man. He's in a, a great film, Charming the Hearts of Men with Kelsey Grammer. He's also in a new show that's going to be on Paramount+. Plus. Uh, he actually got to share a little bit of that new news with us on this interview coming up. And you'll get to see him in a completely different light on a uh, reality show coming out on Paramount+. Plus. Very, very soon, actually. So you can keep up with uh, keep up with Curtis Hamilton at the Curtis Hamilton on Instagram, and uh, man, it's just, just a, it's an exciting time. Congratulations, everybody, making it to twenty twenty three. I had COVID this past Christmas. Not fun. That part, not fun. I just want to say it is still going around. I didn't have it. It took me three years to get the shit. It took me three years to get it. Came out in twenty twenty. I got it in goddamn the end of twenty twenty two. And I want to say, it, I do not wish it upon my worst enemy. <laughs> I do not wish it upon anybody. Um, so it is still out there, bro. I don't know what variant I had, but shit, man. I could really see how it could um, fuck up somebody's life. And uh, especially to people who are compromised immune systems and, and older people. So please be safe, man. I don't know what we're going to do. I, I still wear my mask on and on airplanes and in the grocery stores and all that stuff. It might just be a part of life now, man. I I, I want people to, to be safe because, um, man, it, it's just not fun to have it. I, I really, I just feel for people because I, I really didn't have it for, for three years. And now that I have, I just want to say that shit is real. <laughs> that shit, that shit is real. Okay? Stay safe. Now, we got a little intro coming up with me and Ralph, and then we have a fantastic interview with the brilliant Curtis Hamilton. Welcome to High Power. I just got to do this shit for me. Like, I got to make money, but I wasn't really making... Like, when you own a business, you're not really making money. Mm -hmm. You're investing. Yeah. And so I was just, like, just surviving and yeah. just, like, taking on projects, but I was surviving. Yeah. And still finding joy. I, I don't want people to feel like I was, like, I was still finding joy, yeah. but it was just, like, I couldn't be the best me because, <laughs> nigga, I'm broke. 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No yeah. one's their best when they're broke. So that's hard. That's a rough place to be. It is. But when you have a bit and you're mad and everyone is around you, is like, man, this place is cool, man. I love the studio. You're like, yes, 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 yes. It is cool. Yeah, you want to throw up? $10 for that weed? Yo, that ass. Pay for that water you just took? Yo, yo, that ass. Can you slow down on those snacks? Yeah, yeah. You chill that's on my, that. That's also you my breakfast. Yeah, the, yo, that ass. sweep this floor? Bruh. Bruh, it used to be like that. I was like, oh, I'm turning into a dad oh, right now. Like, bro. oh, everyone's in my house messing it up. Slow down on the stacks is killing me. Yeah, bro. It was like, God damn, nigga, nigga. we just bought the 30 pack. Bro, dead ass. They'd be like, hey, y'all, y'all got more cookies? Y'all got any more of those cookies y'all had last time? I'm like, no, nah, y'all ate them all. Y'all yeah. ate them all. Bro, niggas love snacks, bro. Niggas love snacks. I used to, you know me, bro. Like, back in Chicago, niggas always used to come to our house, the Rev house, uh, on 35th. When we lived off Bronzeville, did you ever come to yeah, those parties? Yeah, I did. I did. I did. Yeah, hell UK, yeah, bro. yeah, yeah, bro. Niggas love to go in the fridge, bro. I never. We was high all the time, so you know. Yeah, that man, house people was would sleep cloudy. over the couch. That house was pretty cloudy. Yeah, bro. Mike Robinson always rolling up something. Yo, good. how is that nigga, bro? Uh, last time I seen him, he was good. Mike's yes. been like, I yes. want Mike on the podcast whenever he comes. Oh like, man. His story... Uh, his story is nuts. Is, He's got a Richard Pryor level life, bro. He does. He really does. He really, like, I'm talking about mm-hmm. this nigga. Shout out to Mike Robinson. Like, Shout out to, like... Chicago comedy legend. Legend. Mike Robinson. But he should be more than Chicago. Absolutely. He should be way more than Chicago. He's one of the at, best storytellers I've ever seen. At, like, you could listen to him talk about a tree... Even when he's high, <laughs> you're like, this is going nowhere, yeah. but I'm here with you, Mike. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, and then when he's like He's one of those dudes, if I ever get to like produce somebody else's special, you should definitely I would figure out how to produce Mike. You Robinson. you should definitely figure out how to produce his special. Yeah. Cause like <laughs> once he gets one, like like if you like to take it serious, like he knuckles down and just like I'm doing a special. Yeah. Bro, it that would shit would slap the world it would kind of slap yeah at least the comedy world it'd be like mm-hmm. oh shit bro i had the best comedy experience probably in a long time on saturday or friday night i had a show mm-hmm. in burbank and it was a comedy competition okay so off oh, rip <laughs> i didn't i didn't care yeah like yeah. <laughs> i really didn't like you know i've been in enough where i'm just like i'm not going to win these things i'm not built to win comedy competitions yeah, i'm yeah. just not that guy no one black made the top three i just want to let you okay. know like yeah oh, no damn. one like so it's like all the black people like damn we ain't make the top three they ain't feeling us like mm-hmm. i was just like one guy he was like a football player like an athlete just like um our guest today yeah and he was like competitive he was like damn man i should have been number one i was like bro this is subjective shit. This yeah. is not scoring. There was nothing you could do. Yeah. All you did was make people laugh. That's all your job was. Yeah. Your girl was in the crowd. She laughed. I watched you. You were funny. Relax. Like, yeah. this competition is not real. Yeah. Like, you know, you can go to sleep at night, you know? Like, yeah. you can have these thoughts like, what could I have done better? But it was nothing you could do. I felt like that was better than the show. Okay. Like, just connecting with comics and, like, not a competition. And I don't have IG. They're like, let's connect on IG. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'll take your IG name, but I don't have that shit. Like, mm-hmm. they're like, damn, nigga, like, how are you living in this? Year? I was like, I don't know, bro, but I seem happy. I feel happy. Yeah. Like, I just walked in that bitch like, 
talk to every comedian and just like, oh, what do you do? How's your life, bro? Like, it wasn't like, oh, what show are you on? Or oh, right. how, what are you doing next? Uh, what kind of like, what company? Like, I was just like, how's your life, bro? Like, what do yeah. you do outside? Like, who are you as a person? I got to know every individual yeah. like that. Like, I was just like, this is better than when's your next show. Yeah, yeah. I'm not in the comedy game right. like that. I'm in the... Who are you? Like, why are we on this? Or why are we sharing this stage? Yeah. And it feels so much, I feel so much lighter, bro. Yeah. Like, where, like, I when I didn't get top three, I was just like, okay, cool. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But I'm going home and I can sleep at night because the crowd was beautiful. I had good laughs. Yeah. And no one black was in the top three, so I didn't feel like <laughs> that. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, yeah. I, I've, I've been noticing, like, um, I, and I think I said this in the, <laughs> in the interview with Curtis. But I'm noticing how much I don't like small talk. Yeah, you just you did say that. I was like, oh shit, this nigga don't talk about weather no more. I don't <laughs> like it, man. It feels I think I was I'm getting older. I'm just, just like, how much how much more time do I have on this earth? How much more time? All right, let's You got about shit. 70 summers left. So, yeah, 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 summers. But I'm just like, man, it's life is too short to be bullshit, man. Yeah, for small talk, yeah, especially for people. I small talk every day because that's part of like being a servant. Yeah, yeah. So and it kills me and it irks me. Oh, it irks me. But uh, <laughs> I it's even, all bad acting. It it you like know? even on, on my on both parts on both parts, bro. And it kills it's my bullshit. soul because now it's inherently in me. I think I prepare myself to not have small talk. Okay, where. I know people are like, hey, how you doing? Like, what's going on in your life? Like, you know, like, first of all, stop asking me that because that's a loaded fucking question <laughs> and that we're not prepared. So I come with the question. Okay. Like, and I, or I come up with something that, like, when we went to your premiere for the show, right. like, for the Backyard show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there was a lot of people. We were, people were talking. There was a lot of small talk happening. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, so yeah. now I just come with, like, Something I'm actually doing or discovering that week that I'm actually going through. Like, mm-hmm. like I was at your at the premiere at the show, Backyard Show, and I was just talking about duvet covers because I was like, <laughs> I know about duvet covers now. Do you guys know about duvets? And it was just like, instead of like, how was your week? It was just like, oh, yeah. Da-da-da-da. And it was just like a whole exploration of other conversation about housing. Mm-hmm. And like, I was like, this is a better conversation than what are you doing this week? Like, how's your life? It was just like a subject that you can just like talk about. People either know it or not know it, or then you can explain it because it's new to you. Yeah, You know, like, and how are you doing this week? I don't have a prepared statement how I'm doing this week. I might just say, I just cried in the car. Are you prepared for that? Right. You know what I mean? Are you prepared prepared for if I say, no, I hated this week. I almost took my life. Are you ready for that? Like, or or, because I'm not going to be like, everything's fine. Right. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, I, if you know, if you're going to ask me. It's funny, like, um, I like testing the waters in that way. Especially when I'm on set and I'm dealing with kind of Hollywood types. And, yeah. But everybody's a human, like Curtis said in the interview coming up. Like, so I'll, I'll test the waters. Like, I'll try to say something a little vulnerable, a little personal, and just kind of lean into it a little bit and see how, if, if they'll let me go there. Like, curious. I like, yeah, because I'm like, I know that you're my boss, but I'm going to meet you right here. Yeah. And let you know, this is what I'm, this is what I had on my plate this week. Mm. And like, and sometimes you'd be surprised what they give you back. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you're really surprised. Like, ah, I know that side of you. 
this is a way cooler side of you. Bro. You should be this version of you in the meetings. <laughs> but they can't. Way, but yeah, they, you know. Yeah, we are human. And my thing is, like, we're all trying to figure it out on every level. Yeah. So it kind of is like an even playing field, no matter <laughs> yeah. what, like, yeah. success you have or the failures. We're all trying to figure it something out. We're yeah. searching. We're all searching. We're all trying <laughs> yeah. to figure it out. Unless you're just you don't care about life at all. But like, <laughs> yeah, I feel yeah. like people walking, they're going somewhere to figure something out. There, People are working or people are like, so it's just like, when I walk in a room, I'm just way more comfortable mm-hmm. because there's an insecurity or a search that everyone's looking for mm-hmm. and I'm searching for. So it's just like, okay, I can, I'm able to talk on stage like I can off stage because I know the audience is, the same as me, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And the, the booker is the same as me. The owner of the venue is the same as me. Like, all of this shit is equal, mm-hmm. you know? Like, no matter how much money you have, you're still trying to figure something out. Yeah. And something's racking your brain. You can't. So it's just like, okay. Yeah. Then the world is equal in my eyes. I think later in this episode, when we talk about DJ Khaled and Kanye and, like, them, they're, we celebrate the spectacle as as a society, as the United States, I feel like we are the best at that shit. The economy yeah. runs on eyes. And the eyes, whatever they darten, we are we make money off the spectacle. So when you tell somebody like, yo, you went too far, your spectacle is too far now. And they're like, nigga, I've been saying, I've been doing me for the last 15 years mm-hmm. in front of the world. So then we, we go, oh, you're done. It's too much now. It's like, damn, this nigga really needs help. All of those guys, you know, not DJ Khaled, but Kanye, Britney, and you know, man, it's uh, but it's sick. It's, it's a sick. It place. scares me on the level of success that I wanted to attain, mm-hmm. and as I grow older, I'm just like, <laughs> maybe I don't know. I don't need all that. Yeah, <laughs> maybe I don't need all that. Like I'm, like I'm not yeah. fearful of success. Give me all of it, but don't. But it comes with, like, they yeah. say it comes with the change. It comes with the cost. Like, you're not just going to be successful and be the same person. What I really wished I could have got, <laughs> I don't know how, but I never will. I want to know more about the moments, because I, did, I didn't get to know my granddad a lot. He died when I was, like, two, I think, or maybe three. But those these chapters of black men, I'm like, I wish I could have known or just had a camera or something recording what you guys did alone by yourself like those thoughts i think are like pivotal to how you were able to survive make a legacy you know live to be 60 something or you know that's really what i think a lot of people especially these kids gen z and generation alpha whatever these younger ones i'm like man y'all gotta if any of y'all are listening after this podcast spend some time with yourself and it's scary, but it's like, you got to get in there. You got to just sit, sit with yourself and like yourself. Like, I had to get to that place recently where I'm like, man, if it's just me in a room by myself, do I like me? Am I having fun? Or do I need the weed? Or do I need to watch TV? Do I need an album playing? What if I'm, do I like myself when I'm just sitting and there's nothing, at, like, it's just me in this room. And I think that's what carries you through a lot of other bullshit that's inevitable, right? If you become famous or if you, you know, a lot of people are in your face. 
I'm working on that still, like right now. I look in the mirror. I really do look in the mirror and I do say I love you. Mm-hmm. And I say it until you really fucking like feel it mm-hmm. where it's like an outer body experience. Don't just say it three times. Like there's no number to it. It's mm-hmm. just like you really have to like, mm-hmm. I love you. I love you. I love mm-hmm. you. I lo-. And you just like, I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you. Yeah. I love, and then you're just like, oh shit. You start looking in your eyes different. You're like, oh shit, who's saying this? Mm-hmm. And then you're just receiving love. And then Damn. honestly, the day goes by so much better. Yeah. The day, the And it's like something you can do every day. Or if it gets corny for you to do it every day, do it three times. But I promise you, it's like a, 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 a vitamin for the soul mm. almost. Like, mm. So like when you are by yourself and you're like, do I like you? You're just like, of course you like you. So, yeah, man, uh, y'all support Curtis Hamilton, the actor, producer, man. You've seen him on Insecure, HBO. Uh, and he's got a show coming up that we can't, I guess he teases it a lot in this interview, but uh, watch it on Paramount Plus when it's out. Um, so support Curtis Hamilton. You can follow him on IG at the Curtis Hamilton. And uh, we'll talk to him right after this commercial break. wake up and go to your closet and you're like, I don't know what I'm going to wear today, but I want to feel like myself. Like I want to feel dope. I want to feel super charged. Like I'm a superhero putting on my uniform. You know where you need to go? Alert clothing brand. These guys are a young fashion company doing amazingly positive things. I mean, they have premium materials. They have t-shirts, hats, hoodies, and, and all original designs with these creative sayings that just let you know that you are coming into your power as a human being. They, they try to really encourage everybody who's a part of their movement to enlighten themselves and stay vigilant on a journey of finding the best you. You know what I mean? You you, you want to feel like you you on your purpose, like you you confident, like you feeling self-awareness and self-development. So I need you to go ahead and get your fashion game up. Go to alert.com. That's A-L-L-I-R-T.com. And you can also keep up with them at Alert Brand on Instagram. And when you get to that website, I need you to do one thing for me. You got a discount code only from us at High Power Podcast. Go ahead and type in Power Pod on the checkout. All right, that's your code. Go ahead and type in Power Pod for an exclusive discount only from High Power listeners. So go ahead and get into the best self that you possibly can with Alert Clothing Brand. All right, they are here to remind you that you are a god having a human experience. Alert.com. That's why, man, I tell people, <laughs> I tell people, man, you don't leave a penny on the table if you can't. Because mm-hmm. these people, they got the bread. They got the money. They got do. the money. They do. Always got the money. And if it does well, they made a profit. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you. So, and so that's just how I feel. I can't tell you what the show is because they haven't dropped, um, they just haven't dropped it yet. Um, just like the but deadline you're done. article you're and everything. Well, we're actually doing interviews right now, so okay. we just oh, so you're, okay. Oh, yeah, we still in the middle of it, so it's supposed to come out in January. Okay, okay. But it's gonna be when you see it, you're gonna be like, "Nigga, for real?" Yeah, okay, okay. You is know? it like? It's about it's about my life a little bit. So okay, it's, it's okay. five. It's also it's a it's five members, and this is the first time I ever did an interview and talked about it. Okay. But even even though I'm not saying the name, but it's uh five. It's gonna be five guys and everybody's respective life and careers, what they got going on. And it's kind of following us, making sh- like not reality TV is, but yeah. it look like we friends. 
Okay. But okay. we we weren't friends before the <laughs> motherfucker started. But okay, we okay. are all in the same realm, you know, the same world, yeah, entertainment yeah. business. But, you know, at the end, it looks like, you know, we all kind of get along. But yeah, for me though, it's a it's a much bigger, mm-hmm. much different um, I guess, step in my career that I, I never thought I would do reality yeah, series TV. Yeah. Even though it's not this it ain't no housewife shit. Right. Let's right. get that out the way. Yeah. It ain't no housewife stuff, but it is very it's very, it's intrusive. It's, it's 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 more than what I would ever thought that I would ever want in my mm-hmm. personal life. But you'll see. It's gonna it's gonna be a. I mean, I'm assuming we're probably gonna have billboards and mm-hmm. yeah. Yes. I think the network is enjoying it. But it's, it's it. one of those things where you don't know what they you don't know. I don't know. That's the thing. You don't know how they edited it. Uh huh. So you're just gonna watch it with us. Uh huh. That's crazy. Uh huh. So they might just depict you as a crazy person. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> they gonna catch all the shit he was saying off the cuff <laughs> in the what? bathroom talking shit about the AD. All, all the B-roll because his shit ain't good. They like, oh. gonna catch the shot of him with his hair all fucked up yeah, looking yeah. like James Brown. Hey. <laughs> Shout out hey, to hey, James. Brother, I ain't know y'all rolling. Hey, hey, hey. Yo, because <laughs> I be forgetting because sometimes I some start lotion talking. On. Hold on. I'm telling you, sometimes I be talking and I be like, did they catch that? <laughs> They, oh shit! Because uh, I start getting into like my element, just like opening up, like when the camera, you know, they cut, yeah. <laughs> we done, and the camera still, like, sorry, the, the mic still is on you, so right. And they're like, oh yeah, they, they caught that, but you know, you try to scare them, like, man, don't use that shit. I swear, <laughs> you use that shit. That's the problems. That's, I won't show up to set tomorrow. <laughs> but don't play with me. Fuck that's the one job. they're gonna use, though, right? Yeah, <laughs> that's, yeah, that's good. I feel like we're in an age where black men are now apologizing for everything, for everything, for everything. It's, it's interesting. Now we're not able to be the fullest men because we have to walk on extra. Like, I'm mm-hmm. sorry, but I feel mm-hmm. like the conversations have like changed into like a lighter. It's like, oh, every word you say is being Absolutely. counted for. Yeah, yeah, like it's not like. Even if you're flirting a little bit, those words that you're flirting with gotta be. Mm-hmm. I need a little bit more conscious mm-hmm. aware. Like you gotta well, be aware. I think it's like we're living in a world where people, everybody's trying to get comfortable with being able to call each other on their bullshit, right? Like I think that's the spirit of mm-hmm. cancel culture, which is good. Like that part of it is good, mm-hmm. I think. But I think there are certain groups that are kind of being vilified. And I have noticed that. I think I have noticed, like, kind of black men specifically having to hold their tongue and apologize for things. But I think it's like, it is weird. We live in this world where there are certain rules for certain demographics. Like, it, it's fucked up, but it, it it's marketing, the way the internet covers things, the way TV shows things. It's like, there are different rules if you're a white woman. There are different rules if you're a black woman. There are different rules if you're a black straight man. There's a different rules if you're, you know. Is there a uh, a newfound pressure that y'all feel as as black men with a microphone? You know what I mean? With a voice? Do you feel like there's a that that you guys have to step on eggshells when you guys speak? I mean, even like getting on this podcast and saying anything, it's just like, damn, you have to watch what you say. I do yeah. feel that, you know, but not not that what I say is right. Also, right. this is just the, my my view of it and you know and how I look at it but I'm all I'm all about especially you know I'm all about everybody getting they getting the opportunity that they deserve it mm-hmm. truly you know it's, it's, it's you don't know what there. people are doing how how hard they working 
Yeah. Who they associate themselves with, what positions they put themselves in. It's so much, man. Cause you know, like, yeah. like you guys are comedians, you get it. Like you could turn down a show and then that could be the show. You just don't, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just like yeah, yeah. that person could have met somebody that night and now their career changed. You won't know that's what why it was, right. but that's why it was. Yeah. So it's the same thing with acting. Like people turn down jobs all the time. And you know, it's like I worked on Insecure now, you know, and mm-hmm. I made a good friend of Issa. I didn't expect that. That shit just that was yeah. that was what God gave me, you know, yeah. to have this connection. And she's such a powerhouse in this business, and I'm blessed to have her on mm-hmm. my side. And like, just saying, like, some of the shit you can't, you can't yeah, quantify. Yeah, there's no uh, formula. Yeah, there's no formula. Yeah. It's just this shit just happened. That's what I say. This shit choose you. <laughs> you don't choose it. Oh God, how funny you think you are. Yeah, and business gonna be like and. <laughs> 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 yeah, and, and it's yeah, like yeah. You, oh you such a oh I went to Harvard I went to Yale like <laughs> and yeah 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 it, Netflix yeah. don't want to hire you as the lead you ain't you ain't gonna sell no tickets you ain't don't right, got it or right. they just don't see you got it right now so I, my thing is man you just got to keep busting and and keep going no excuse make your own shit mm-hmm. do other things. Just stay out there, be consistent, and stop mm-hmm. fucking complaining. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's my stop complaining. Because yeah. I'm telling you, nobody cares. There's <laughs> <laughs> people don't care, bro. Yeah, I'm yeah, telling yeah. you, people do not care because especially where we at now with so many different outlets that yeah. you can, whatever you complaining about, the, the work that you want to do, you can do it. That is very true. I think there's a level of complaining. You got to get to a level and then you can complain. Mm-hmm. You can't complain. You can't when complain you're up. yourself up. Yeah, you can't. You okay, got yeah, yeah, yeah. to gotta be up and you want to be more up. So you got to like, I'm thinking of like the you know, before Kanye, before he had the Yeezys. Oh, and I'm thinking about DJ. Kanye. I'm thinking about <laughs> DJ Khaled too. He used the same formula as uh, Kanye where he was just like, they don't want to see me win. And he was just like, they, they. And he... Use that complaint yeah. to pl- like take off in another. Yeah. Let me let me stop you. But, but isn't he infectious? And it's, isn't it, it, like you you almost like laugh when he said you don't take it with a lot of like like it's almost it's I, it's complaint, but it's almost in a way it's a marketing strategy for like man they don't see us man you know it's just like oh this yeah. dude cool he funny like you. I can be yeah. friends with DJ Khaled. Like, you can't be mad at this little, you know, this, this <laughs> yeah. guy. Like, he's just, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. a vibe, you know? But mm-hmm. it's like the a... ones that are bitter. He never felt bitter to me. It's some bitter yeah. motherfuckers. It's like, you been fucking up my drink with your bitterness now. Like, <laughs> I don't want you in my drink. DJ Khaled, you would have put that shit in your drink. Oh, shit, nigga, I'm ready to yeah. turn it up. Yeah. You know, so it's just, again, it's, it's yeah. different ways of doing things. And it's how you... It's it's just like Cardi. I don't know. I don't know. Cardi B's a good example, but mm-hmm. she turned that shit into a fucking fortune. Like yeah, because yeah. of her her energy, her vibe. Like she knows she hood. She mm-hmm. obviously been on record being what she is. Blood. Da 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 da. Yeah, yeah. Look at that. What does it turn into? Like you don't even think about that shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's so positive. She's so like I don't care. Yeah. Like I'm here. I know I ain't that good, but shit. <laughs> I'm I'm a vibe and. Now look at her career. But there's so many better rappers than her. Like, yeah. is it not? Yeah. Hot ones, too. I yeah. mean, like, gorgeous but uh, women. But, I mean, you know, Cardi's hot. But I don't know, bro. It's, like I said, this shit choose you. I don't care. Yeah. This shit chooses That's you. True. I feel like there's these people that... And I feel bad <laughs> because everybody likes to Speak do... Speak your truth, Nick. Everybody likes to do art, 
Like everybody yeah. wants to be an entertainer, mm. but there's these people that you're like, yo, you have a voice and you can feel it when they're on, when they're talking, when they're on stage, when they're on screen. Like when I watch you, like there's these people that just are magnetic. And, and then there's, <laughs> there's everybody else. You know what I mean? Where it's like, damn, bro, you can work as hard as you want, but you might just be a PA. <laughs> <laughs> you might just be grabbing water out the truck. Oh, <laughs> shit. Oh, this nigga is fired. That nigga said, hey, you might just be a PA. Nigga. Not a oh, my and God. I lo- you know, <laughs> but it's like. You might be ahead of crafty things. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> I hear you, you. I hear you, but head of nah. Crafty's assistant. <laughs> Yo, you might be that coffee nigga. Everybody love that coffee nigga, though. Hey man, we need him too. <laughs> we do need him. Everybody yeah, makes the movie. Assistant. Yeah. Hey, we need everybody. <laughs> Is that what you gotta tell your crew? That's <laughs> yeah. We need everybody. everybody man. Hey, everybody's important. <laughs> everybody's right. important. Person hey. that opens the door to the person that's shooting the movie. Hey, man. but I will say. <laughs> As being like one in on call sheets before two, that's that's true for me though. Okay, I do rock that way. We well, yeah, oh absolutely don't be, don't yeah, be yeah, disrespectful yeah. to nobody. I know I'm not saying that y'all not saying that, but I do feel that way because motherfuckers be out here because y'all probably work with people and think that they be treating people like shit, and that shit drives me. They don't make crazy. no sense. I don't get that. It's very old Hollywood. It the hierarchy of it. You know? Yeah, and it's. Still happening. It's new. It's just it's current Hollywood. Oh yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Motherfuckers Damn, be out, here out here trying it. Still, and then the people that same person next a year later. <laughs> oh, I got my show on Netflix that I, I that I wrote. And, right. Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Now yeah. your ass need a job. Hey, right, Ooh. right. And you treated them like shit last year. Man, fuck with you, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they remember that shit. But of course they do. They oh, humans. Yeah. Like man, these. Bro, this 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 is it's, it's six, small. It's six degrees of separation. It's in this small, business. bro. Yeah. I, I'm gonna ask you though, really quick. So, do y'all? So you, he said something about when you watch somebody, and you just on TV you ever watch them, you just like, yeah, you don't got it. You feel mm-hmm. that way? You ever like? Because you said like, don't matter how much you talk, that your voice just don't. Do you mm-hmm. feel like when you watch somebody, you're like, oh, they got it? When, do you feel that way? Stand up or movie in or? general, just in in, in mm-hmm. the center, like when somebody's. Even if they already got the job, but you watch them like, yeah. Oh, I see. Like, because they don't stand up. They, they got the job. They yeah. They got paid to be up here, but you're like, mm-hmm. yeah, you don't got it. They, they, but you ain't going to say it out loud. Yeah. Like, I, oh, the ones that got it, there's like a, there's a, like an anger in me. That's not like a, it's not like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's not like a fuck you nigga. It's just like, why the fuck is that nigga right there? And I'm here. Yeah, like, you know why and I'm and I'm like he got it though I can see it I I realize why you have it like yeah. I realize it like I'm just like you got it you got it. like and it's not a hate like I fuck you nigga for having mm-hmm. it it's just like what am I doing that you're there because I see the same kind of thing mm-hmm. but when they don't have it and they're up there I love it I be like there's a chance for everybody <laughs> like when I see a nigga that sucks so bad or a girl that sucks so bad on like either on stage or in a like, if you ever watch a movie that's so bad, you're like, all right, there's, there's a chance for everybody. Yeah, all the fucking time. There's, there's a lot of bad movies out there. There's a lot of bad movies. Like, yeah. I, I, how did I get, man, how did I get, man? It'd be on Netflix, too. Bro, it'd be like, on Peacock, mm-hmm. Netflix, like, Hulu. You're like, Amazon. I'm like, how the, okay. That's I mean, why. I, 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 done, done, I done done a bad movie. So I ain't gonna sit there and act like I have. Listen, everyone, but, <laughs> everyone's gonna do a bad movie. Because you gotta understand yeah. in the business, people don't know. 
they give you a certain amount of time. They're not going to give you no more than the budget. Mm-hmm. You got to get that shit done. This mm-hmm. is like, mm-hmm. so you have a whole bunch of lines. You the lead, you your producer, like this happens. Oh, something happened location. Somebody got COVID. It's like, you still got to push through because they're not going to do another day because they don't got the money. Mm-hmm. Say if I got paid $15,000 for the movie, the independent film. Mm-hmm. But it ain't that much. Right. So other league girl, I don't know if she got to get something similar. Then everybody else probably got the, right. the, the weekly minimum, SAG minimum, right. the 335, whatever whatever yeah. it is for ultra low budget. Mm-hmm. It ain't a lot of money in this, y'all. Y'all better love this shit. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you know, they say that every crap. Like, you're like, you ain't gonna make music. You, you ain't music gonna make money in music. Oof. You ain't gonna make money in comedy. You ain't gonna make money in acting. Like, me doing this show now, like the, the reality, like docuseries show, it's gonna give me a bigger name. Mm-hmm. And then, People shit on it, and I shit on reality TV. But what it does do, it does give you a name. Mm-hmm. Motherfuckers gonna know your name. Now, mm-hmm. what project you did, they gonna know your name, and um, it's what you do with it moving forward. Right, that's very true. So yeah. I tell people like, I even thought about putting y'all on the show if y'all wanted to do it. But say mm-hmm. we got a second season, I want to come over. And we want to shout out your podcast. Mm-hmm. That's a fucking platform. I just got, I just did dental work. I got that shit for free mm-hmm. by just bringing the film crew in there. But it is wow. a big platform, and yeah, it's no sure. But that's what I'm saying. Like we got to help each other out. We got to continue to help. Mm-hmm. It's it's a marathon, man. And and whenever one one of us gets some type of success, whatever it may be, if you fuck with that person, and you believe in that Ooh. person, good people, like mm-hmm. bring them up with you. That's what Issa does. Yeah, like Issa, she's really about us. She mm-hmm. really supports and. Um, you know, champions us and wants us all to, like her people to you know succeed, and she yeah. puts them in position. Like, oh, look at all them actors that were on her show. Yeah, man, fresh faces. Natasha Rothwell, Beautiful now the Emmy nominated. Yeah, uh, your boy Jay Ellis in a movie mm-hmm. with Tom Cruise, Kendrick Sampson, yeah. Ken- all these movies Kendrick, now. Yeah, Kendrick doing this thing. Like, oh, yeah, Kelly was on a White Lotus the first season. Yeah, yeah, yeah Natasha, Natasha. Like she, but you know, she got an overall deal with um HBO. Is it HBO? No, not not HBO. She got hers like ABC or something. Oh shit. Okay. Yvonne Orji got the whole HBO. comedy special over HBO. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, she maybe have an overall deal. I'm not sure. I think no. she does because she had the reality show that they mm-hmm. had. I was like, date my mom or date my dad. Did she? Like, oh, she was like hosting like. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. She hosted it, yeah, yeah. And then after that, okay. she had a second special draw. I was like, oh, she got an HBO deal, which is lucrative as fuck. Oh, yeah. They, Once you're in that family, <laughs> you in that family, nigga. Like, you're in every other show. Yeah, that is AKA the Illuminati. What, <laughs> HBO? I would sign up. An HBO deal? To get an overall deal? No, I just feel like that's what card status you got. Like, nigga, you can just legit say in one sentence, yeah, I got an HBO deal. I got an HBO deal. It's like, damn, nigga, who did overall. you meet? Gerard Carmichael had an HBO deal. You know, so, hold yeah. on, you got one? Huh? I'm getting one. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're going to talk that. We're going <laughs> yeah. to put that out there for yeah, you. Yeah, definitely. Bro, HBO that. deal, like, just to be, like, you know, one of those characters in the show that right. you see in, like, every show. Like, yeah. Nothing is by accident in this business, bro. You, yeah. If you notice that shit. Mm-hmm. They'll start. I remember when old boy that was a new girl. It's a black dude. Y'all remember Lamar Morris? Yeah. He was in every commercial before he got that show. You didn't notice that? Yeah, that I was didn't. true. Didn't. He was in yeah. every commercial. It wow. wasn't a, Before it that, wasn't he was on BET. I'm just telling you, like, oh, wow. when you get down to, you start. Yeah, you start looking through it. You start lifting shit up. It all makes sense to you. Yeah. But yeah. you, you got to. you have no idea you what You got to be a student of the game, bro. If you're going to be, yeah. this is a business. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Understand that when you're not getting opportunities or what I, that's what I'm telling you. It's it's luck. It's timing. It's all these things. But you also sometimes got to be intentional with this shit. Mm-hmm. You got to understand what you're dealing with. Who is doing what? And mm-hmm. you got to be 
you gotta you gotta be on your shit. You gotta know your shit, mm-hmm. and know who you're talking to, know who's gonna be hiring you, know who's in these positions because none of this shit is is, is an accident. Mm-hmm. Like these, like the like the uh, casting directors, you don't. It's very rarely that it don't care how great you did on the audition. They mm-hmm. already got somebody they want, mm-hmm. and they know that all they are trying to do is please, is please the one people somebody's hiring. They don't yeah. give a damn. They yeah. don't care unless they just like it's very specific. Like when I played Dre, like I remember when I when I got that role when I played yeah, Dr. Dre yeah. Surviving Compton, I had six. I went in there for six times. They didn't want me to get that shit. I was new. I ain't never had a job. They mm. didn't want me to get that shit. But it was somebody from a big agency, and I remember. I kept seeing them, just like and and Misha Lay, the girl whose movie it was about, was just mm-hmm. like, "Nah, he's Dre. That's Dre. Wow. That's Dre. That's yeah, Dre. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. No, that's Dre." She told me because she when we got and I got the job, she was like, "No, that was, I had to fight for you." Had to wow. fight for you. That's straight. That's straight. Duh. They didn't, but but that's it was it was just timing for me. It was yeah, yeah. That was the job for me. I probably would still be out here trying to get a leading role somewhere. I don't know. Like yeah. that job was for me. It, right. it wasn't for nobody else but me. You're not you were born in like Italy, right? Are you are you that's mixed? Just like gonna... Well, I mean, my my grandmother's half white, yeah. Your but, grandma's half white. Okay, okay, okay. Black. But okay, okay. You black. I know you black. Nigga, that's black. that nigga sound black. I know he's black, like, but his hair is like too suave, man. Like you don't, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you don't put anything in there, right? <laughs> I'm, I'm afraid to take my hat off because I'm just going. I'm gonna just swoosh this you know Remind me of Atlanta when that nigga had the do rag on the whole time. He's like, they're baking. They yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's baking. Wait, wait, no. So you weren't born in Italy? I was. Yeah, okay, yeah. My okay, dad was. Okay. My dad was in the Air Force. I wish I was exotic like that. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, no, I lived there for like two and a half years, though. Okay. I was in Italy a little and bit. And then... I nigga, Kobe Bryant, nigga. <laughs> yeah. Hey, yeah. <laughs> I was like, Kobe, Kobe was... He could speak the language. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, nigga. Oh, yeah. Smart <laughs> Kobe was smart, man. Like, yeah. he could do so much. I'm like... Yeah. Well, you Kobe. did a lot, too. I mean... I, I want to know more about your life, because I know you got the show coming out that's kind of cover what a lot of what you're doing now. You, so you're born in Italy. You went to like, you grew up in like Kentucky though. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, like what was the family like or what was your house like? Or what was going I mean, on? I'm the youngest of five. My mom has three kids. My dad has five, but I'm the youngest of everybody. But, oh, wow. Yeah, I, I was told I was an accident and my mama um, basically got pregnant because she was like, nah, nigga, you ain't going over there without me. Ooh, that's, that's the word on the street. She gonna kill me for saying that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, she was pregnant, so he took her, and then I ended up being born. We was there for a few years, came back because mm-hmm. at that time, you know, you got to get your life together. Being in the Air Force ain't really your life ain't stable. Yeah. It's not really a great way to live, and you know. So did you um, have? And then culturally, it's just you? different because they don't speak Italian and okay, 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 okay. It's just like yeah, you you know, you, for army bases, you you hop, yeah, you don't stay. So and then you know my my dad was just like I need to get I need stability so he okay. went back got a like a plant job and you know and that was it I was in Kentucky ever since mm-hmm. so yeah, what got yeah. what got you into the arts bro so I played football so I uh, went to Western Kentucky University and um, mm-hmm. you know that was that's all thing okay. I know you know all of us we we black I don't yeah. know where you come from what kind of environment but you probably was playing sports <laughs> that's. Oh nigga, I'm gonna make it to the NFL. I'm gonna make it to the NBA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You five two. <laughs> Go learn some motherfucking comedy, nigga. <laughs> you, kidding? you kidding me? 
He'd even make your T-ball team. Yeah, Hell no. Nah. He got kicked off his kickball team again. <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, the parents be like, my son, like, your son is trash. What are you talking about? Don't make it. But, um, yeah, so, I mean, sports was everything. And um, we, I got, you know, um, I have a very athletic family, so I ain't going to sit there in front. But at that time, you know, like, it was just sports was everything. So I, yeah. I was good in high school, got a scholarship to Vanderbilt. Um, broke my foot. Then I ended up getting off of a few other schools, but I wanted to stay close. So I went to Western Kentucky University, and I ended up being the all-time leading wide receiver when I left there. So oh, shit, yeah, that's yeah. crazy. Damn, yeah, man. So that's yeah. what I've said. Like y'all niggas going hard at these rec gyms, and y'all not getting the same treatment as these NBA players. I hate niggas that go super NBA at the fucking like the gym. <laughs> I'm just like, yo, my nigga, stop. Like, stop. You're stop not getting a massage. Like yeah, right. you're not. Don't right. undercut me on the way to the motherfucking goal. And they'd be like, oh, like, I'd be like, hey, you, know, you feel good? You yeah. feel good? Like, even if you won, lost, you're going home lonely, nigga. I, 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 I ain't gonna lie. I'm that nigga, though. I'll I be, I be, I be super passionate. I'll be out there. I'll be like, nah, I don't want to lose. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's just it's just in me. That yeah, sometimes just... it's like, it's, it's, it'd be some, like, leftover residue from high Yo, school. Yo, that's what it be, bro. Like, bro. I'm trying to beat this nigga from 11th grade in my head. <laughs> right, I'm just like, hey, I'm just trying to have a good time. on the motherfucking Insta. Nigga, uh-huh. a 24-hour yeah, yeah. fitness? <laughs> wow. <laughs> if y'all go take your ass and go fuck it. Yeah, 24, you better go to Equinox, nigga. Where you feel? <laughs> they don't got gyms. Them white people ain't having it. Y'all ain't about to flood our motherfucking nah, gym. No, hell no. I just That's why they put fucking uh, basketball goals in there. They like, hell no, nah, we... Niggas stay away. No, they put tennis courts. Like y'all, are you gonna play tennis? Or that's you it. Learn how to play this tennis. Yeah, y'all playing tennis. That's when I know I didn't live in the hood. When I had like a tennis racket in my neighborhood, and my cousins had basketballs in there. I was like, "Wow, we got tennis." In there. Oh, no, yeah, you grew yeah. up with tennis courts? Like in our apartment complex, like there was like a tennis court. Oh, okay. Was, oh, so you had money? No, nah, we were living in an apartment, so it was like oh. money. But I think it was just like they didn't want basketball courts, so they put. Uh, tennis courts. What part of Chicago are you from? No, no. So I lived in South Florida as a kid. And I lived oh, in Chicago. Oh, you a JIT? Yeah. yeah. Ah, you know uh, my JIT, yeah. I played football, yeah, nigga. Yeah, yeah, Florida yeah. niggas is on every team in America. Yeah, they are. They are. <laughs> every team. They are. <laughs> every state. They yeah, don't give that's... a fuck. You gonna get a Florida nigga. And you yeah. getting a raw Florida nigga, too, nigga. Like, yeah. you Them niggas like... is hungry. Yeah. Yeah, bro. God, Lee. Yeah, that's why I, that was my high school and college. Yeah, South Florida. How the hell did you go from football? Were you conflicted the whole time? Okay, I know like, did, were you doing gotta, the arts that's, and that's, on the side? Were you acting on the side? No, no, I, I got um yeah. So I I did that, and after that, I went to the NFL. I went to the Chicago Bears, and oh, yeah. and then I went to the Saints. So yeah, so I got cut. Then I got cut again. Went back to school. Got my degree in architecture. Okay, uh, oh, sciences. Shit. Got my degree. <laughs> Damn! I was I can't I can I was like I can't be I can't be a dumb nigga I can't do it I can't have a PE degree. So you went to grad school. <laughs> a PE. Degree. I didn't go to grad school, so oh. I got my undergrad in architecture science. Oh, okay, okay. And I did have to do another year in grad school to get actually get a license in architecture. But okay. So right when football season was over, I went and started training. Like wow. Literally. And to get ready for the draft, like the combine and all that. Yeah, yeah. To yeah. get ready for all of that. So, okay. Hired an agent. So I was seeing the agents my senior year. So you don't have to be the best route runner now. You can actually like be a good scrambler of a player and make yourself a career. Like you don't have to be like I got to get open. You know, one on one, mano y mano. Nah, you can be somebody who's just crafty. Because football is a is a lot of game of intelligence. Like mm. especially for a receiver, you got to know when to like 
settling zones, when to keep running, when to mm-hmm. like do certain things, how to win your routes. Like you got to hit your routes a certain depths and come back because if United it's messes up the timing. A lot yeah. of receivers, they just they super athletic and it's the same thing with basketball. Like yeah. be a lot of like you got your Gerald Greens that are the most athletic near in ever in this world. You, ever, you know, you know what that mm-hmm. is, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They can jump over the backboard, but yeah. never became an all-star. He was good, but with that talent, yeah. Bro, you must be Michael Jordan. Like yeah, that nigga, yeah, yeah. that nigga had game. Yeah. Like but like, he studied, you know. He just wasn't he, he, look at Steph. Like Steph is mm-hmm. so smart. Yeah. I love why I watched him last night. Like that man been in the league 14 years, bro, mm-hmm. and he's still out there dominating. And, and he's in new ways. In new ways. It's just crazy. Mm-hmm. Like that man grows up in front of our eyes. At first it was threes and then like you're like amazed by that. Now he's creating space for the threes. And now he's just in his He knows own when plan. to cut. It's like it's it's innate. Like that yeah. nigga cuts when he know like the and, and Draymond obviously is, is amazing, but he cuts when he he just knows when to cut. He's never like missing a moment. Mm-hmm. I feel like when you watch Steph, mm-hmm. that nigga don't mm-hmm. miss moments, mm-hmm. and it and it just generates just like problems. Like he don't got to be the most athletic. Like he mm-hmm. picks for people. His defense has gotten better. Like he's I don't know, man. I love Steph, but it's just like he's just smart. I mean, there's yeah. a lot of LeBron is crazy athletic and smart. Like he's just that's why he goes yeah, yeah. huge. Huge nigga. Right. I just that went nigga. to the Lakers game. I was like, sat close. I was like, that this nigga's nigga. 6'10. I don't give a fuck what nobody says. He's like, when he's walking, you're like, when he's running, you're like, yo, if this man was running towards me, I'd shit my pants, yeah. bro. Like, <laughs> like, like, dead ass nigga. Like, if that nigga was like, I can understand why niggas get out the way when LeBron's running like full court. Like, why aren't you blocking this nigga? Yeah. Because that nigga is like a train, like, whoo. God, it, damn. And just like it was crazy, but but it well, is. I want to know, like, I'm just curious. What is your thought process, kind of when you make moves? And I feel like the way you think and the way you move, like you said, you study, you know who you're talking to, you know, you do the research on, you know, the producers. Where does that mindset come from? Are, are you on like a daily, weekly basis? Kind of, do you get up and kind of just research stuff, or like how do you, how do you, where does that mindset come from? My mindset has always been, man, like I said, no excuses. So mm-hmm. once I chose this as a profession, mm-hmm. you know, and you have your trial and errors, you have your failures, you continue to fail and um, you, you continue to expect people to <laughs> do things for you. You kind of get to a point where you understand, man, ain't nobody going to do anything for you. And I, I guess I come from a sports world and, like, I already understand. I already feel that way. Mm-hmm. Like, it's great to expect. But I know I know the hard work it came as the sports as an athlete. Man, I used to get up every day, 6, 7 a.m., mm-hmm. going to practice. Like, mm-hmm. my success didn't just happen. Yeah. You know, my, my talent, you know, and everything um, didn't just happen, like. That shit came with hard work and accumulation of a lot of different things and the study and the sacrifice I made. You know, like people, my mom say I'm skinny. Like I stay in shape for a reason. It's just like, I don't want to limit myself. I still mm-hmm. want to be the sexy guy. Like, fuck that shit. Like, <laughs> like I just, my, I'm always thinking like if the opportunity comes up. So, mm-hmm. you know, and, and it's in every aspect. Like you, you can never stop learning in this business. You can never know enough. Mm-hmm. Um, you can never have enough relationships. Mm-hmm. You can never, um, you can never not have uh, enough of anything uh, yeah. when it comes to this business. So, I'm, I'm always just trying to challenge myself, and um, you know, it's just, you know, I, I'm not, a, I'm not a writer like you, but mm-hmm. I just, I know that 
I got the resources where I can write mm-hmm. something. I can get that shit put on. And yeah, yeah. And you're writing. You're writing your life though, which is interesting. Yeah, but fortunately though, once you have a statue, like people don't, people are interested now. Once you have mm-hmm. some type of celebrity, like people are interested in what you got to say. Yeah. No one ever really knows what your life really is. So mm-hmm. if you out here downing your shit and making it seem like ain't shit happening, nobody's gonna care. They like, oh well, that nigga. But if you mm-hmm. out here acting like your shit popping, motherfuckers is going to be interested. Especially mm-hmm. if you had a little success. It is what it is. You don't really know what's going on in my life. But mm-hmm. I make it seem like things are good. Oh, my guess on my social media. Shit is cool. Because, you know, I just, it, I manifest my shit. Like, I am, yeah. I'm, I'm going to live my life in a way that I want people to want to be around me and want to work with me. And whether it is where I am. So when it, and that shit comes, it's like, I already... I'm yeah, already you, living it. I'm already yeah. feeling that way. Mm-hmm. I was meant to be here. Yeah. Ooh. I was meant to have this shit. Like, it shouldn't just happen. Like, I was meant... I, you ain't no... I don't give a... Michael B., you ain't no better than me. Mm-hmm. If somebody gave me all them opportunities, which they will at some point, mm-hmm. like, I'm ready. Mm-hmm. This ain't... This, I ain't new to this. Like, yeah. I was ready for this. So, and that's just... That's just always been my mentality. Like, I am, I am literally a step away from getting everything that I've, like... You know, mm-hmm. been thinking about. I just want to continue to work, mm-hmm. and being in front of the camera is still, as still is me practicing being in front of the camera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Which like, is wild to think about. Yeah, it's still like getting paid for rehearsal. It's TV <laughs> still. Don't get it twisted. Yeah. Like acting is supposed to be reactionary. It's like right, right. It ain't. Don't yeah. think. You know, you got words. Some words are just that's the they. That's for you to drive. You know what I'm saying? Like just those words are just there to guide you, but just go. Those are the mm-hmm. best actors. You don't even feel like they reading the script. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and that's just something that it comes with, like, practice. It comes with, like, always doing it. And as you know, I mean, yeah. like, people don't want to go to class. And, you know, always got to be in class. So many different ways where you can work on your craft. Absolutely. So many. Whether you're writing, mm-hmm. whether you're actually performing, doing comedy, like, whatever it may. I don't I don't give a damn. Like, there's so many ways you can mm-hmm. become a better actor. Like, I don't think, I don't think being in class all the time... It's gonna make you a great actor, right? It just don't. Yeah, like them niggas ain't they in class for a reason? Mm-hmm. <laughs> they are. Yeah, yeah. And the ones who aren't is the ones you. And I used to say that, like, I don't want to be in class. I'm like, spending money to pay you to what? And <laughs> sit here and listen and look to this person who didn't even study. Like, like came here, mm-hmm. don't even got his shit down, and mm-hmm. his booty. I don't care if we are in the Leslie Khan, and I'm at like, yeah. I don't care, like. I can just tell, like, nah, I want to be on set with this person. Right. I want to be working on this with this person, with this project. Like, I don't mm-hmm. That's always been my mentality. Like, yeah, where you're saying, like, to to work is the class. It's a form of class. Yeah. Because it, I feel like the, Ain't when you're like on going set. like going to play basketball at the gym? Yeah. Just to, and to be on the same court with somebody who's better than you and working on a different strategy that you ain't ever seen. It's like, oh, okay, you could pick stuff up. Mm-hmm. You can go work with that shooting coach all you want, but mm-hmm. you could uh, get the athletic nigga from Florida, like <laughs> out here doing moves and doing things. You're like, oh shit, like mm-hmm. I wasn't ready for that. You can't learn that, right? You got to put yourself out in those positions mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. fail. Mm-hmm. And if you're not failing, you're not really learning to me. So mm-hmm. I've always felt that way. I always feel like, you know, I don't know. I don't know shit. Yeah. Like when I I look at you, you know, I don't. I feel like I don't really know shit. So I always find it very interesting when people are just like have high praise for me for like stuff Mm -hmm. that I've done. Because I'm just like I don't feel like I really know anything, or I'm not even that talented. Mm -hmm. I just feel like I'm just relentless. Nigga, you were Dre, nigga. But it, (laughs) 
But I just feel like I'm relentless, fam. I'm telling you, like, where I come from, I did not know one actor. Mm. I just got my ass up, drove out here. I got spotted walking down the street by a trans woman okay. named Toma. She stopped me. She said, who are you? And I was like, she's like, who are you? And I was mm. like, you are somebody. And I was just like, no, I just moved out here. She's like, you're not an actor? You're not a model? What? I was like, no. Nah. She's like, well, can I get your number? I'm going to change your life. That's what uh-huh. she told me. It's a true story. Wow. And she invited me to the late, great Maxie Maxwell's house. My agent at that time ended up, that I ended up signing was there, but mm-hmm. it was like five or six other mo- like model niggas from like Europe. Okay. Six one, six two. Hair was like shine. I could see my face in that shit. <laughs> like, what kind of gel you using? Like, that nigga hair was like... He, put together and I was just like, just came from football. Yeah. But I was charming. I was just like very confident. Like yeah. I was just like, you know, and and I was receptive. I was, I would listen. And he told me to do everything he said, end up signing me. Wow. And two months, like a month later, two months later, I got my first like commercial. Wow. Sheesh. Got, two months. That's a Hollywood story, LA. nigga. Two months. That's a Hollywood story. It's the I truth. was walking That's the legendary. street. That's legendary. Someone said, who are you? You are some a trans woman at that, a so tra- it makes it even more Hollywood. And at that time, I didn't know what trans was. I didn't know what a drag queen was. I didn't know what any anything that was. Yeah, yeah. But how many years ago was this? 2011, early like January. Okay, okay, that, okay. Yeah, that's like that's yeah, yeah. It's that's new. a different landscape. It's new. Yeah. It's a new landscape. I mean, it, in Hollywood, it wasn't, but to the to the world, world. to yeah. the Kentucky. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Like, what is this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is You're this? like, holy shit, you got the same shoulders I got. <laughs> I'm going are with you, you. Are you a wide receiver as well? <laughs> you? Your hands is rough. Did you go to Kentucky State? <laughs> yeah. Why your hands so ass? <laughs> yo, 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 I ain't gonna never lie. I'm done. I'm done. I'm out. I ain't even. Because I get no. <laughs> I'm more curious. I want to know what you were, uh, what was the inspiration or what was going on with you? <laughs> Behind this quote that you posted. Oh shit. Uh, <laughs> I just wanna know. I'm curious like that. Like, I don't like small talk. I'm them kind of niggas. Like, what's what's really going on? Uh this is great because it's the kind of shit where I know what I'll be going through when I post shit like this. But I wanna know what, what was Make going this on. This build up is extra. Bro. Yeah, I, I'm like, yo, what is the quote? <laughs> I just wanna see. Okay, right. this is what it is. This is what it is. This is a quote. You said, uh, and you posted it on like a design type of thing. You were like, I want to be remembered for my kindness. For showing up, for giving second chances, for acknowledging my own toxic traits, and for loving selflessly. If that ain't it, then I failed horribly. Remember to extend grace because we're all just walking each other home. Mm. You remember? I remember this, but this is a minute ago. Yeah, it's a while ago. I mean, if you listen to those words, Mm -hmm. it comes from somebody who has hurt, pain, who's lived through some shit. And I'm basically talking to myself, saying Mm -hmm. that um, that person needs grace. You Mm -hmm. know, he needs kindness. He needs a second chance. He needs you to understand him. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and not to be cryptic, but to say that that is just kind of me getting outside of my body and thinking about the things that I've gone through, thinking where I am, knowing Mm -hmm. that, I wasn't kind to myself and um, you know, and I wouldn't be where I am. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wish that I could was able to open up to somebody, mm-hmm. you know, during my struggles and things that I've gone through. It's it's saying that you just never know what somebody's going through. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
So you were kind of talking to yourself. Mm-hmm. But you, you see, like I said, you see certain people and you see certain things, but I really relate to, I always been the, the guy who would, if you were sitting over by yourself in school, I'm going to go over and talk to you. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're not very nice, I'm probably going to try to understand why you're not nice. Mm-hmm. You know, because there's always a reason. Yeah, yeah, You know, yeah, there's yeah. always a there's always a reason. It's therapy. Yeah. And uh, I, That's I, brave, I think man. I needed it. Yeah, yeah. You gonna see. I know. I'm, I'm, yeah, gonna, no, I'm, I'm excited. Y'all niggas. <laughs> I'm excited. That nigga cried episode three. <laughs> Bro, I cried episode one. Oh! Did you really? But I think where they gonna switch it. When I, look. Sheesh. I wish I could tell y'all because the network would kill me. No, 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 no. no, no, no. no, no. We just want people to watch the show. That's why you're here. Yeah, watch the show. want people to watch Um, the show. It's called The A-List. That is the name of it. Um, And, uh, yeah. Let's go, man. It's going to be different. Hey, I believe, you know what I'm saying? We met today. We manifesting, you know what I mean? Your beautiful A-List career after this shit. We manifesting man. Ralph HBO deal. Come on, bro. Let me get a clap for uh, a list career. Joel controlling it all, nigga. Joel no, you gonna be right it. there, but look, Hell one thing yeah. about me, I fuck with my people. Um, yeah, I, I really do. Nah, bro. Y'all, y'all ready? We, we ready? We ready? We ready? We ready? Oh shit! We ready? That's some soft shit. We ready? <laughs> That was it. That was that shit. We come out in that high school basketball game. Yeah. Shout out to the South. Uh, Thank y'all, wherever you're listening at. uh, Y'all know who we are, man. Follow us, subscribe, rate five stars. We are at High Power Pod on IG. Hit us up on uh, highpowerpod at Gmail if you got any questions, comments, concerns, or if you just want us to send you a personal DM of Curtis Hamilton's abs. We'll find it. We'll send it to you. You know, whatever you guys need, we're here for you. Uh, That's our show. Thank you, guys. See you next time. This podcast is brought to you by All That Seasoning. The seasoning with way too many flavors to name. Rainbow peppercorns. Onion powder. Himalayan salt, Guatemalan salt, that seasoning packet that come with oodles and noodles, adobo, etc. Grab all that seasoning and make all your dishes taste the exact same today.